0: holidays to everyone. Um, We're doing our last show of 2022, Tony and I, and we'll be back in 2023 with more. Um, I wanted to report that Guinness is doing wonderfully. He made it to Christmas. Um, His biggest problem before Christmas was he was having some mobility problems with his back left leg, kind of stiff, and he would wipe out. So you couple that with his bad eyesight, <laughs> he, he had a couple tumbles. And I, in my office, you step one step down into the room, and there's like a four-inch step that goes back up into the living room. He was having a heck of a time trying to navigate that. I was ha- having to help him most of the time. And a friend of mine recommended um, this stuff called Extend. It's full of, it's got MSM in it, it's got glucosamine, it's got all these high-potency things. And you give him a packet in the morning, and it's supposed to, you know, and it was all these testimonials and everything about it that I went to the website and looked at it. And so I said, well, what have we got to lose here, Dan? So about a week before Christmas, I started giving it to him every day. I have to tell you that on, hmm, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday of this week, I went to go out of the office and Guinness was with me, and I turned around to help him, and he charged past me, up the step, into the kitchen, trot, 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 trot. I'm like, what just happened here? I said, get it. And I came into the kitchen and I said, are you guys okay? Are you okay? And she's like, I feel really good today. I feel really good. So this stuff, I'm sure it's not fixing it, but it's alleviating his discomfort enough that he's trotting around here like a teenager right now. So this stuff works. I'm also going to add some beef collagen to his food. Um, another friend of mine who's a chemist said, you know, there's a lot to be said for collagen. This is because your muscles and your joints and everything need collagen to operate nicely. And I said, "He says, but if you put, and it's all natural, he says, you put it in the food, he says, and it should help even more because it's a whole different approach to what the other stuff that I'm giving him. So the Guinness continues to thrive. He. Still kicking. Um, his eyesight, is, is, you know, comes and goes. <laughs> Some days he has better days than others. But we had a wonderful Christmas. He and I just hung out and he got his ears scratched all day. He was just as happy as can be. But now I'm giving him at least, I mean, it takes me 10 minutes to prepare his vitamin thing in the morning. But hey, I don't care. I'll, you know, do anything to keep him comfortable, which is the most important thing. And second most important thing to me is keeping him alive. But I don't want to keep him alive if he's uncomfortable. And so far, I've been able to alleviate all of the, you know, problems that have popped up to the best of our ability. And he's not in distress. He doesn't cry. He's trotting around here. And people, you know, and I had him with me the other day, and I carried him into PetSmart with me. And the woman said to me, she goes, oh, "Oh, look at your puppy. I said, well, this dog's almost 20 years old. And she looked and she goes, wow. And you could see Guinness. Guinness was like, "Oh, uh, yeah, of course I do, baby. <laughs> I look great. I know I look great." And he just ate it up. So I'm having still a wonderful time with Guinness. The new goal is Valentine's Day now to see if we can keep him comfortable till then. But he's he's my boy, and twenty is twenty years is like in August. So we'll see. I'll keep you guys all afloat on it. So Miss Tony, did you have a yeah. good Christmas?
1: It was very low key, very, very quiet, which was perfect. Um, yeah. Kids all got their Christmas gifts and their Christmas ah. stones with their picture on it. So yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah.
0: Cool. No well problem. I'm gonna go get Veronica.
1: All right. And
0: you can say happy holidays to everybody <laughs> I
1: will, I will. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. Yeah, happy holidays to everyone. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, yeah, we're approaching New Year's tomorrow. So, I don't know about you, but I like to stay home. Um, and lay low on that, too. But anyway, if you do go out, do be safe. And if you have any questions, please write into Inner Whispers Radio com and that's I-N-N-E-R com. Are you there, Veronica?
0: Mm, good day to you. We good are here. You.
1: Good. Our first question, Joni would like to know, I don't often remember my dreams, but when I do the parts, when I do, the parts I remember are usually unpleasant, and I wake up uneasy, what is that?
0: Well, the dream state has many levels to it. And the dream state offers an arena where you can work through difficulties and take a look at them close up and personal. The dream state, as we've said, has that many levels to it. You're not remembering a lot of your dreams because there's a lot of things that have happened, that, you know, in these dreams that have been unpleasant, but they are Experiences that you're having, and you're resolving energy even while you're in the dream state. So you feel uneasy because what you did remember of the dream was something that wasn't all that pleasant, but maybe it was something that you had to kind of go through and feel. We would say you should probably try to work on remembering all of your dreams if you can, or keep a dream journal of sorts so that you can see how the dreams line up together but when you are dreaming you can go to several different dimensional spaces and we think what you've done in the one that you're particularly talking about here is that you went to a space where perhaps there was something from a past life that you wished to resolve unpleasant and you resolved it you didn't remember all that but when you came back you were still kind of in warrior mode and you felt uneasy because you said, Ooh, that was kind of creepy um But we think in that particular instance, it was from a past life something that you needed to resolve. And the dream state is remarkably a wonderful place to do that. So don't be afraid, dear. But we would say try to start remembering all your dreams because we think there's a lot of good information there. You appear to dream very deeply and vividly, and you shouldn't miss that. All right. Our next question
1: is coming from Shane. And Shane's question is a four-part. So let's start with part number one. Shane would like to know, what year was your last incarnation, and where were you?
0: We have to think very linearly to do that. We would say, if we were measuring it, no, we have to measure it by Earth years, it was in the last one we had was very pleasant by the way, was in the Pleiades, and if we were to trans because they have a very different system of time than you do. but if we were to attempt to translate it into linear time than earth words, would say several hundred thousand years ago in Earth terms, and we were on the Pleiades that's where we were, and let me tell you, it is a wonderful experience to go to the Pleiades because they've gone through all of their growing, stretching, and tough times and now are living in a state of bliss and peace and harmony, which is what we think all of you on Earth would like to do.
1: All right. Uh, Shane's part two question. Have you ever lived in other realms besides Earth?
0: Yes, well, we just told you that we Pleiades was the last one that we had, and it's important as an incarnate soul to have different experiences, to have different challenges, to have different successes, and things that you know don't go well. Every realm, whether it's eternal or linear, or whether if it's linear and then what planet it would be on, um, all of those experiences are important and we like any other incarnate when we were going through that process try to have as many different experiences as we possibly could and we think all of you tend to do that although there are some who might be a little more fearful and go well they got to stick with something i know but we say it's always good to be bold and take that flying leap forward into a different experience if you can all
1: right. And part three of Shane's question, questions. Which life was your least favorite and which life was your most favorite?
0: Hmm. Well, we can st- Let's start with the favorite first. Most favorite. We had an incarnation in the 1500s in Bristol, in England, mm-hmm. Bristol is a beautiful place, and at the time, it was quite the—we'll say the, the playground of the rich and famous, or like well, that's what you call it now. And we would say that in that lifetime was the first time that we experienced true connection, true pure love, and deep inner knowing with another person. First time we sort of fell in love in the linear and it was we would say our most favorite life because within it we had the opportunity to experience that and it was altering um, in our journey no love like that was a complete old, was a complete departure from what we had been incarnated in so we would say that that life in the 1500s in Bristol was the most wonderful one because we found a partner that understood us and connected with us on a deep soul level for the first time.
1: Okay. Um, Shane's part four question. What is the usual turnaround time between physical
0: incarnations ooh, that varies from individual to individual. And it also um, can be very um, difficult to say, okay, it takes three weeks because those on the other side, once they get there, they're no longer participating in the timeline. If we were to try to translate it and define it with a timeline, it can be anywhere from overnight to a 100 years or so or more. It depends upon how your afterlife, you know, looking at your life goes. It depends upon what you wish to accomplish in the eternal. It depends on if you need a rest from being in the thick, dense reality. And sometimes you do. It depends on a lot of different things. So there's no standard answer to that question. But we did remind ourselves that we did not answer the last one very well because we didn't say what our least, favorite life was and we'd say that the least favorite life that we had was one that was filled with war with dealing with coldness no heart no no warmness of the heart you had a lifetime like that and nothing is worse than being in a linear thick dense reality with no warmth with no understanding with no peace with no harmony and we were we incarnated into a warlike environment It was an Assyrian war, very different than some of the wars you would have now, because back then it was more of, you know, the fighting, the manual fighting that, you know, caused people to be at war, not nuclear bombs and, you know, fighter planes and none of that. But it was a very difficult life, and we felt very disconnected because there was no probability of even creating some peace and harmony. So we would say we probably would not do that again, although we didn't learn a lot from the experience. So there you have it. We kind of had to circle back to that question because we didn't want to leave it. But pretty much what uh, the reincarnational process was for us. And we hope that that's all given you, given you all a very um, clear vision. If you have more questions, please ask.
1: Well, that was our last question, Veronica. And if you'd like to take a break and come back and give the message to the world, that would be great. Okay. Well, everyone, thank you so, so very much. Um, You know, don't be shy if you have questions, as as you've heard. You know, Shane had a four-part, which is fine. Um, So please, feel free to write in to innerwhispersradio.com and, you know, we'll try to get your question on the air. Are you there, Veronica?
0: Yes, we are. Well, it is a time of reflection for all of you. We would say, don't judge yourself harshly over your past year, the past year of this life on Earth. Judge yourself with kindness. Decide that you did the best you could with everything. And there's, as always, there's room for improvement on everything, but don't be judgmental of the self. Sometimes yourself is the harshest critic of yourself. Try to find during your reflections the good things that you did, the good moments that you brought peace and harmony into your life. And by bringing it into your life, you brought it into other people's lives. Be the spreader of good news. I'm not saying ignore the bad news, but don't spread the bad news. Spread the good news. Because if everyone did that, the world would be a better place. And, yeah, bad things happen. Every single one of you have had a moment or two where you weren't proud of or you just simply couldn't believe it happened. Decide that this year you're going to see peace and harmony. You're going to not judge yourself or others harshly. You're going to do the best you can, which means you're focusing on good things and attempting not to focus on any negative things. Bring peace into you. Don't let it have to search for you. Stop for a second and allow all that goodness to come in. You have a grand opportunity here, a blank canvas with a whole new set of paints so you can paint and design the year you want to have. But you've got to focus and you have to believe most of all that you can.
1: All right. Thank you, Veronica. As always, a beautiful message. And I want to thank everyone for listening to the show today. Have a safe, healthy, happy New Year, and we'll be back with you. Until then, bye-bye.